podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Yes, hello, welcome to this week's Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey! Pod 201. Wow, wow, wow. Sponsored. Uh, yeah, we're into the third century. Is that right? Yeah. 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 And JCIS, the Global Research and Brand Consultancy from South London, visit jc-is.com. I will. Oh, good. You went down on down octave there as well. I, that was I good. Think, yeah. I liked it. That's the first time it's been delivered by a non-Endicott for some time. Mm. Ever. It's quite, it's quite, an, quite a lot of people quite people an emotional, me a non-Endicott. No, it's quite, it quite an emotional moment. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, though. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, it's also been a bit of a long time since the last podcast because yeah, we mm. took a week off last we, week. You did, yeah. We all wanted to do it. Yeah, <laughs> we all came around and just had a chat anyway. Yeah, yeah. You decided the journey was too far from wherever it is you live. You know. Cheshire. You know where I live. Um, it was the Bolton game, the FA Cup game, which didn't really sort of um, make any of us too excited. So we, we, we took a week off that. And we can discuss that in this pod as well, obviously, and the West Ham game as well. Uh, and to do that, obviously, this week we've got Kevin Day. Hello. Ed Knight. Hello. And Ross Sutherland. Hello. Um, okay, chaps. Do you want to talk about Bolton? Not really. No. Yeah. Shall we go straight to West Ham? It was a clean sheet. Yep. Well, it, it was a clean sheet, and also it was Jules a record. Brother. It was a record-setting yeah. day for Jules. And so really did well for half yeah. that he was on. I so. think we should we should actually publicly acknowledge the Jules, the Jules thing from yeah. from FYP. Yeah. Podcast, fantastic. Well, he's a legend, isn't he? He's been on the pod before. Yeah. We all, everyone loves him, and and and, and it, we miss him. <laughs> well, we do miss yeah. him. And should that be a segue into the West Ham? Yes, if you want. Yeah. Because uh, let's cut. Let's cut straight to the chase. Mm. Well, as we've had, had, as we've had to stop Andy Street being here, <laughs> physically yeah. he was literally too angry. We had to chain him it down. Just been the Andy Street podcast. Angry Street would have been arrested. He's currently outside Wayne Hennessy's house throwing things, which Wayne Hennessy is failing to catch. No, the restraining order would stop that. There's there has been a lot of people demanding Andy Street a rant from Street on Hennessy. So is anyone else going to step up to the plate? Well, the thing. Street, as we found out recently, he's more likely to rant about the minutiae of uh, uh, entrapment law than he is about. <laughs> mm. um, the, the, I, it's, look, I hate, I hate criticising Palace players publicly. I hate criticising goalkeepers, especially there's one sitting at the end of the table <laughs> who's training with Palace as we speak. But every mistake he makes is costing us a goal. And the fact is, everyone was out of their pram about the West Ham performance for the first <coughs> hour. That West Ham performance was fine. 
It was, for, for, you know, even at the end of the first half, even the BBC's live commentary said Palace are grown into this game. They look like the better team. They've got better players. I'd expect them to go on and win. We were coping very comfortably with whatever West Ham were throwing us. Then Hennessy made us... And the, the problem with Hennessy is I can't remember any game that I've come away from when you've said, wow, he kept us in the game, didn't he? Thank Christ for Whereas, you, you know, I keep thinking back to the Chelsea game. We won 1 0 when Spironi made that miracle save five minutes after Chelsea scored. Yeah. There's so many games we came out of that we would go, Jesus, thank Spironi was there. And so when he makes a mistake, you forgive him. But you, you can't. And you, you saw the reaction from the Palace players. You saw how Delaney went mad because 60 minutes of hard work was thrown out the window by one inexplicable rush of blood to the head and it's, it's like it wasn't a little pat on the bum saying well done mate keep your head up it was Delaney went absolutely poor and the trouble is now the fans, for the second time in the game we've been yeah, around and, and yeah. looked straight away and, and the, the uh, trouble is the fans are waiting for it now and, and, and we said this after the Liverpool game last year when Pardew inexplicably put McCarthy in instead of uh, Spironi because as soon as McCarthy made that mistake, everything goes quiet. Everyone thinks, well, we, we knew he was going to do that. If it, was, if it was Julian who makes a mistake, the whole crowd get behind him. It's, it's forgiven, it moves on. One Hennessy mistake kills us. And the, tr- the trouble is he's making one mistake every single game, more than one. The third goal was his fault as well. It's like it's, it's got to change. It's, it's all this talk about the players we're bringing in, that's great. But we've got a really good goalkeeper sitting on the bench that Palace fans love, that Palace fans trust, who would raise the atmosphere completely. If people thought Julian was starting on on Saturday against Everton, the atmosphere would be different right from the start. And, and it, I just think it's for Hennessy's own safety and his own confidence, you've got to bring him out of the firing line, like, like we did with Kelly, because he's, he's just... He's an accident waiting to happen. Hennessy's going to become that big scapegoat now as well. As, as which is unf- on, and which, yeah. is, which I, I regret. Not, and I, even as I say it, I, there are yeah, other players that you but, can blame. I know that. Yeah, but as yeah. as someone on, I saw on Twitter pointed out, how, how must it feel like when Damo Spanner? How must it feel to be defending quite well yeah. for sixty minutes and then for it all to be thrown away to keep a clean sheet with your defence and then for it to be thrown away by one individual error, yeah. th- easily think, avoidable error. Yeah. I think that yeah. that. You have to kind of. I think you have to be a little bit fair to, to Hennessy here as well, because we're talking about the fact that our defensive line inexplicably played a very high line at that stage mm. in the game. And you talk, you know, I can understand that that that's with with uh, Andy Carroll in mind. The fact he's not mobile, but then West Ham don't just have slow players like M- M- Mikel Antonio is ridiculously quick, and it it didn't take him much to get clear of our defensive line. The problem is that you would have expected Wayne Hennessy to have made for his decision making to be to have been a bit better at that point. And um, what what happened was a rush to rush of blood to the head twice. Really, the first goal and the second. Yeah. The first goal, he arguably should have stood back a little bit and wait and, and basically tried to make the, make the players' mind up. Instead, what he did was he he made it far too easy for for, for Antonio. All, all Antonio had to do was was round him, and, and that was it. Um, I think you just have to be, as I say, it is a it's a team game, and, and I think our defensive line really deserves to take a lot of flack for that as well. It's, it's I'm, 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 it, because of the fact that they were playing such a high line against a West Ham side that on the flanks, especially, have got a lot of pace, and all it took was one pass. And I'm sure the, I'm sure the manager will have noted that, but the, the trouble is that you now have a goalkeeper that the defence clearly doesn't trust. Oh, of course. So it's really yeah. difficult. It's really well, difficult to go into a game where the, the back four don't trust the goalkeeper because that affects the way it affects their positioning. Yeah. They'll drop deeper and deeper because he's not brilliant at coming. Yeah, and the fact is, he is a... And let's be fair to him. You're absolutely right. And we've, we've always tried to be fair to him. You don't yeah. get to be a professional footballer in the Premier League without being a competent goalkeeper. He's goal, Wales' goalkeeper. 
in, in the Euros he looks a better goalkeeper when he plays for Wales because he looks happier <coughs> with the back four that he's yeah. got but the fact is he, he needs a rest for his own for his own good and he the, the back four most of them grew up with Julian they know him well they played with him there'll be more confidence in him and he's, he's more of a presence in the more, box. he is more of a presence despite the fact he's probably I six it in my foot shorter and he's but he is more of a presence and also he's trusted by the fans well, massive, I think so the reaction as well is an accumulation of, 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 course, of course. errors I mean yeah. Yeah, yeah, talking exactly, about the, yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. the error in the first half where and this is something that I think Hennessy has always been guilty of is an inability to communicate and when he does communicate uh, he makes the wrong decisions so it ended up yeah. with that, that cross coming into the box uh, in the first half where he, he obviously called for it the players all stopped waiting for him to come out and collect it yeah. and then he just hung back and he, he, uh, he was indecisive he didn't make yeah. that decision and, and when the point where you want him to actually be decisive he doesn't and the point where you want him to kind of be a little bit more measured cautious, and patient yeah. and cautious he doesn't well, he doesn't the, do I, I understand, the people who tweeted me to say well have a go at Tompkins for missing that goal I was like fine it was a bad miss but it didn't mm-hmm. cost us the game and I, I think back to the Chelsea game this season with the Costa goal when, when Hennessy came out went back in again came out had another cup of tea came out again all of which time and cost a and also you think every second pod this time last year between January and May every second pod was Hennessy's latest error yeah. and again he did it this season again the way he shifts his weight at three kicks which he did three times last season cost us three goals the goal at Villa when he managed to nutmeg himself and it's like it's funny because we stayed up but mm. he cost us ten points last season arguably and of course it's a team game and it's just for his own for his own peace of mind, you think like like Kelly was taken out of the firing line. Bring mm-hmm. take him out of the firing line for his yeah. for his own sake as a future Palace player because he's, he's clearly a good goalkeeper. We're not seeing when we bought him, everyone was really pleased. Mm-hmm. We thought this is a really good keeper. We all thought he was going to be the number two, but he's a really good keeper to have at the club. Mm-hmm. It's obvious that Mandanda. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play for Palace again for various reasons. Mm-hmm. But so you've got a straight choice at the moment between Julian and and Hennessy, and Hennessey. I think Hen- Julian's. It makes well, we've said on the pod, haven't we, previously, and uh, that this team lacks leaders, and, yeah. and yeah. quite a few have left. Yeah. Does it not feel that Julian, Julian actually would be, would be one yeah, of those? Yeah, yeah. And, but also at the beginning of the season, his his contract was extended by a year. Uh, what's the point in that if you're only going to run him out on a Tuesday night playing against the League One team? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well to be also, honest, yeah, he, he kept a fair, clean sheet. Yeah. To be fair to the management, we all we were all delighted that Spirelli was kept on, <coughs> but none of us thought he would be anywhere near the first team. But mm. he's still well, we good enough. Was yeah, coming. but yeah, but we still he's still clearly good enough to be there. And the fact is. You put him in goal, whoever's at centre back, whether it's Delaney, Dan or Tompkins, you take one less weight off their mind. Yeah. Because yeah, they're not exactly. going to be constantly looking back to them. They're not going to exactly. be worried about playing the ball back. They're not going to be worried about. But like you, you say, know. Dan and, and, and Damar especially will have someone who they communicate well with, they yeah. play well with. Exactly. Yeah. They have done, yeah, especially yeah. Damar, who's played with him for. It feels oh, yeah, exactly. it's a similar, a similar thing to Man City, doesn't it, with Oscar, that their back four don't look confident with in Glover, that yeah, document. Well. And I think yeah, yeah. that unsettles kind of, of everyone, does. doesn't it? I thought it was interesting as well with Allardyce that he said, that one mistake basically resulted in the, the team losing their shape yeah. and losing their focus and yeah. their, their mm. the, you know their, their attention. And I think it, it shows that one mistake can make that kind of difference. We are very frail, so ultimately, what well. you want to do is make sure that the players that you are choosing and that you are playing that you know that you're entrusting with that responsibility are able to to make those decisions, yeah. make to make the right ones at, at the right times. Um, I think Hennessy probably does deserve a break. I think that's mm, not happening um, in the whole team, though. Is, uh, if you're mm. talking about players not making the right decisions at the right time, yeah, that's no, not just Hennessy at the moment. Um, again, Allardyce said in today's press conference that 
we were we were decent for 70 minutes I think I think the second half kicked off and it looked like West Ham had had, had a, a proper rollicking um, yeah. at half time and he, they came out and it did, we didn't look quite as quite as in the game as we were in the first half um, but it's at those points where you need to keep tight and I think Allardyce made that quite clear like it's at those, it's when things aren't going well that you need to make sure you can try and keep a clean sheet and we just mm. seem completely incapable of doing that and that goes from from the front line where you've got a striker who in fairness to Benteke he's, he's carrying an injury now so you, you could say that, that that's played a part but it's maybe making excuses then you've got a midfield that isn't doing the, the, the harrying kind of work that it needs to do and a defence that's not doing enough at keeping you know mm. at, at basically part protecting that, the goalkeeper yeah. apart from that we were doing great but it yeah. is a spinal issue yeah. it's basically the entire spine that's I think uh, just pragmatically while we're on it I think we should start Jules because obviously he's Greater reflex saves, and if people are going to carry on trying to score worldies against us, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's having a lot of season, be, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Be. it's annoying, isn't it? Not that I've seen it because I'm refusing to watch match of the day mm. while this is going on, but obviously, I watched it live, yeah. unfortunately. Um, yeah. do you, as well, do you not think that Sam would, uh, big Sam, would, uh, compared to little Sam, the assistant, would get shorter Sam, shorter Sam, just as big? Okay, well, okay, well, okay, pound for pound, they operate, I'd say, cubic, cubic space. Probably around the same. Yeah, sort of you've, you've, lost, you've lost me. You've, lost right? me. you've changed. <laughs> no, no, sorry, big cock. Cubic space is cubic, cubic space is one of Endicott's bands. Do you not think that he, uh, he would also buy a bit of time with the fans? You know, it's four games without a win yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You pick jewels and, and yeah. you get some yeah, of, of the fans back on side. Because a, a lot of fans, I think, yeah, because he will definitely play tomorrow night and. Allardyce said all the right things today about I don't know where he got this idea. There'll be twenty thousand people there tomorrow night, but. I thought that was. There won't be. But, but yeah. what Allardyce said was, it, it's a shame that he broke the record an away game in front of two thousand Palace fans, and he mm. wants to give him the chance to, yeah. uh, to to get applauded tomorrow night, which is it's is a really sensible thing so, to say. But I also yeah. I also think that if, if it's getting Julian another dose of match fitness, I think yeah, I think yeah. him tomorrow. It's night. sensible, yeah. but I do I find I do find this a little bit. If I if you're Julian Speroni, you would actually find that a little bit insulting. It's almost like a charitable kind of here you go, mate, enjoy this. But you know, well, unless no, no, saying no, he's building his own match confidence, I think it's I think it's I think it's I think it's better that he says that than he says I'm putting him in because I want him to be fit and ready for Saturday. In fairness to Julian, he would tell you that he would want to play. He would tell you, and he'd argue that he's the fittest player, fittest goalkeeper at the club. One of the things at time of recording today that. Pre-Bolton press conference happened today, this afternoon. One of the things that Big Sam said is a lot of the people that are going into the squad tomorrow are people that are, have that, let me show you what I can do, boss, so you'll put yeah. me in the squad mentality. Yeah. You know, we know he's starting an unnamed player who's recently come back off loan. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, and, you know, hopefully Remy will get a bit yeah. more of a run out. Yeah. And, and Jules, obviously, and I, I'd like to think that Jules is one of those people where if he makes an impact tomorrow, Sam will, will certainly well, go, well... I also quite like the defiant side of that. So funny enough, I was talking to, I'm working with a Palace fan at the moment, this girl who's the nicest, quietest, she's a, she's a living saint, she wouldn't, you know, but, so I was a bit surprised when I was talking about Allardyce saying, you know, the, the players he's bringing in, if they can't beat Bolton, it proves that then they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're league one players, not yeah, Premier not League players. To. And I, I was saying, well, Maybe that might be a bit of a negative impact. And she's, I've never heard her swear before. She just went on. Yeah, it's about time they got a kick up the fucking arse. <laughs> cross it in the time. Yeah, just tell them what it's yeah. good, what it's really like. Just, yeah, but just, that's true. Just do it. Is. Yeah. Just, just tell them if you don't play well, you're not in my plans. And, and 
yeah, it's, yeah. it's about as probably what they need because all you know, all the stories are coming out. That, that, that's something that if you can't do it on a cold Tuesday night in <laughs> 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 all right well speaking of players that need to kick up the arse then uh, Benteke oh, what mate. is going on so, can I just say quickly everyone's going on about where he scored how many goals for us this season yeah. um, eight, the, eight, eight, eight I think so yeah, which, but whenever my mate brings up that argument it's like well I sort of think you have to think about the ones he hasn't scored yeah, so how many times how many times yeah it should be ten at least for the penalties how many of those how many opportunities for a goal has he had I remember, I think there was one during the Swansea game, they had pretty much an open goal and it came to his feet. And he, instead of going for it, he slowed down and tried to lay it off until he could get into a position where he could tap it in. He tried, he tried to miss the goal, he scored away at Swansea. You think, again, yeah. <laughs> as each week goes by, we mentioned Costa, we mentioned Ibrahimovic, uh, and now you can add Lukaku to that list. You're watching Lukaku play yesterday. Any other centre forward in the league. Covered every inch of the grass again. Every, yeah. He's closing down the central defenders all the time, he's closing down the keeper. Benteke doesn't Bodies do he, 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 yeah. not doing any of that and the fact is even if he's not scoring he's strong enough to, to be doing that and he's, he's got to be doing that. Be he's, he's got to be doing that job that's what, that's what without the ball he's got to be doing so much more it's as simple as that and I, I still think you should take you, I think uh, it's, it, again it sounds like I'm making excuses but, <laughs> but you should take I think the West Ham game you kind of have to take in isolation because he's he's carrying an injury he wouldn't have been playing if we'd have had any other fit strikers Ooh, and I know we've got Remy on the bench but but Sam Allardyce has basically said he's not he's in pre-season, pre-season yeah. you yeah. can't end yeah, up yeah. you can't play him from the start you have to play him for, for the last half an hour it's a, it, 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 he's had injections in his shoulder yeah. so bear in mind that West Ham know, know this They'll, yeah. they'll, know, they'll be aware but of it but it's not just a West Ham game no, and, and he's been off the boil he has been off he has been great again for if, you're t- if you're saying he's not chasing down the defence then arguably but he hasn't he, done that all, but, but, all. But, yeah. and I and I, but I, is that not is that not a tactic then is no, that not is that it is, 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 I know so why is he still why is he still playing if Pardew said that but I know for a fact that Pardew told him these instructions were don't worry about the dirty work Right, right. you can't that. imagine Allardyce is telling him the same. No, 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 not at all. But, but if you've been playing all season like that, you, you can't expect. So if he's been yeah. told to have Andy Carroll or Ibra, if he's been told after three or four games, right, then you can't really hold him accountable for not doing it. If the if the if the manager not saying, and to be fair, as Allardyce pointed out, he has scored eight goals, which from our point of view is a really good record for a striker and the, the service yeah. to him well it's the best yeah. Yeah. the service to him has been mm. yeah, that's utterly absolute, atrocious yeah. Yeah. absolutely yeah. like without yeah, yeah, question yeah, no, no, I don't. so like you, you, you have a specialist goal scorer whose entire entire existence in a football team is to score goals yeah. and, and when, he, when he's been like with every other type team where they've actually provided him with the right level right. of service he does that and at the moment, Palace aren't playing and well to be enough. Fair, for They're the, just not playing well enough. For the brief few minutes where we had him so working like with Wickham, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, promising, yeah. but if he's not playing well enough, you, you look at you, Lukaku, Costa, all those players. If the team's not playing well enough. Where are those moments where he goes, "Oh right, I'll, do, I'll make something happen." Where are those moments where he gets the ball and Doesn't uses take his, the initiative? Where he, yeah. he, get, he gets the ball, uses his strength, turns a defender, heads for goal like you see Costa do, like you see Ibrahimovic do, and that's fair like enough. Lukaku do. He never does he that. Doesn't do it. Doesn't need to be his game. That's fair enough. But then totally all, all, all you're telling, all you're you know. giving him in terms of service is lumped balls up to his head. Yeah. So you're not you're not asking him to take the ball in the midfield or or take the ball to his chest or to his feet. He doesn't get that service. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get he that doesn't. service at all. And then you talk about well, maybe we should play it down the wings more. Punch and, and Townsend didn't put crosses in. There were no crosses to him. There were barely any. I think there no, was no. one, and he and he nearly well, made it, something it, of it. It's, yeah. it's not that. I mean, the other guy said himself. It's not just the crosses. It's just the balls he gets. 
that are put towards him. They're not played to his feet with his back to goal. Yeah. They're not played to his chest with his back to goal. No, they're it's played, a tra- it's a they're played in and around. Yeah. They're it's played in fair, and around. It's him. not fair. But, on but the first four or five games of the season, when we hadn't. Even in like the Bournemouth game and the West Brom game, we didn't play well. Mm-hmm. He was making things happen. He was coming short to get the ball. He was turning bad balls into good balls with his control. He stopped doing that. He stopped, yeah. And basically, he's, I think, part of just he's Bertie Big Bollocks. It's like he's a 32 yeah. million quid player, mate. Don't you worry about it. I think it'll be There's interesting not, when Remy somebody comes say back. ego signing. Like I, when think they, if, I think Remy he'll play four four two or play Remy well, instead. Yeah, because yeah, you used to this prod previously yeah. that, that, that maybe he's not a player that plays up front. He's not. He, he, he wants someone alongside him. He's never. He's never. That's not his role. It's never been his role anyway. No, so we should be. We should really be adapting then to make sure that we get the best out. Yeah, I agree. But having said that, he's still at the moment not doing his. Well, he's certainly not a thirty-two million pound striker at the moment. We're not getting value for money at all, are we? It's not. It's not the lack was the goals-wise. He's fine. It's just it's when you compare him to those players that I'm sure he wants to be compared to. Yeah, he comes up short just in in terms of the energy and the work. I know he's injured, but he hasn't been injured all season. But yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I I just think the West Ham game, like the, the West Ham performance, seems to have been the point, the tipping point for a lot of fans. Where they've said, "Well, look at this. This is just the, the uh, again the accumulation of everything that's gone wrong." But I think that mm. you're, you you can't take that West Ham game entirely. Uh, you In can't isolation. bring yeah, it no, bring yeah. it all together. You have to basically say that he's injured, and we don't have any other strikers yeah. that, and, that can start the match and, you know, yet. Well, apparently, what is it that, that we all thought? I well, I thought at least that P- the Payet's absence was going to be a big blow to West Ham, and I was initially disappointed with the result, if only because. You'd think we'd be able to lose to, we'd be able to beat a team in disarray like that. But apparently, I've heard uh, since that Pyatt was actually quite a disruptive force oh, really? in the dressing yeah, room. Quite and a few it, it, it was troubling the rest of the players, so it might even have worked well, in their favour. Yeah, the fact that he's not about. Um, and Billich used didn't that Noble as a, say yeah. he hasn't spoken to Pyatt for three weeks? Yeah, and Noble's yeah. the captain. Yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> the captain. So um, I know this was uh, this turned out to be not to be true. The rumour, but if, if a forty million pound bid did come in from somewhere like China, would would I you take it right now? No, I'd not right it, now. No, take it in the summer. Yeah. Well, when we because at, at the moment we've only got uh, him and Remy and Remy till the end of the season, so yeah. we don't want to go into the summer transfer window with no strikers. Yeah. <laughs> Although it would be a very palace thing to do. Wouldn't yeah. It? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, come the summer, if you get offered that sort of money, we'll play eleven at the back. <laughs> and we were unlucky to lose Wickham. I mean, Wickham yeah, was that on that one, wasn't it? Was, yeah, of course, it was luck. Yeah, but Wickham at the moment, Wickham is still essentially a decent championship. Hmm. Strike. Well, that's, we were yeah. lucky to. We were yeah. lucky to. Yeah, Campbell's injured now. But every club has. The, 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 one of the reasons we were lucky with Wickham is because the squad's still so thin. The yeah. fascinating. Yeah. That's, that's the fascinating thing actually Wickham. that yeah. Allardyce is doing every single press conference. Yeah. If you noticed, is that he's listing every single injured player. Yeah. It's almost like he's reiterating that he's not no, got. Look how little yeah. I have to work yeah. with. Exactly. Exactly. Also, exactly. I think he kind of had a slight dig today as well. Didn't his he? comments today were a veiled dig at Pardew. Was this the one about the culture of the? Changing, yeah, changing. changing. We've, we've lost, lost our, our identity. identity. Yeah, yeah. Trying yeah. to play, which is we've said this on the pod, haven't we? Yeah, saying he's trying to play the sort of football we're not equipped to play. And I, no. I know I, I won't tell you the name of the journalist, but a BBC journalist is a friend of mine who spoke to him on his own after the game at West Ham, and he said he was horrified at what he found in terms of the structure of training, lack of fitness, lack of intensity. So, and I think what he's doing now, is, as Phil Parkinson put it. Bolton manager put it quite eloquently he's having a look at the players he's looking for the characters he's looking for the, the ones he can trust mm-hmm. yeah. he's going to bring in Schlupp and Jenkinson if Jenkinson signs which it looks like he will do a, a, basically square pegs for square holes because yeah. Schlupp is a great move because he can play left back Jenkinson's a really good right back so you've got two 24 year olds or early 20 year olds with energy 
something to prove and, and who aren't tainted by what's been happening in the last 18 yeah, months. Before. And the fact is when you've got two specialist fullbacks playing with left foot and a right foot, then the two centre-backs can concentrate on their job because they're not worried about constantly covering for them. Yeah, same so thing as if we had Jules and go instead. They're not worried yeah. about... They're yeah, not exactly. Ha- they're yeah. just worried about, you know, as Damo said, just operating in that 30 yards yeah. and yeah, doing and what you need to do. Yeah, exactly. I think it's... it's you, just, like, you know, we talked about the dossier that Big Sam submitted. It's a very different thing, so like watching a team from the outside yeah. submitting a, like a dossier of the superficial problems than going into the clubs yeah, exactly. and then finding yeah. out you know the reason is we've had we haven't really had the new the bounce I think or the things seem to be moving slowly it took him a few weeks to get Sammy Lee and, and Moe Margerson in is that you need a while to analyse that sort of thing and to get to grips with it it's yeah. why why you know I think the West Ham game was probably quite a good thing just it's giving him more examples to look at and go this is what I need to change more ammunition well, well, yeah, yeah. yeah the reason it, I know it's unusual for me and Ed will tell you this and Mrs. Lee doesn't, <laughs> doesn't recognise because I'm being the glass half full person at the moment you remember oh, this yeah completely you remember this time it's last year after we, lo- <laughs> we lost two games in a row this time last year and I was convinced we were going down even though we were <laughs> we still were even though we were still <laughs> I, I'm actually in a way the fact that we didn't have that bounce is one of the reasons why I'm quite optimistic and I know it sounds counterintuitive but if we beat Watford put in a really good display against Arsenal everyone would have said oh that's the big sound factor blah 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 and it may not have revealed how deep the problems are as soon and I yeah. think and I think that it's taking Allardyce probably more time than he thought but I think once he's record analysed where the problems are and brought players in to rectify it I think the, the improvement will come pretty quickly yeah. and, and and I'm, I'm fairly sure of that as I think we've got we've got decent players already and I think the players that he's identified to bring in there are goalkeeper's a big problem the, the big problem for me is that he, he doesn't I don't think he knows any more than we do who the two central midfielders should be because mm. we're going to try every combination and I, yeah. I just don't know what the answer I mean, it's MacArthur plus somebody yeah, I agree MacArthur yeah. plus yeah, yeah, punchins, yeah. for me yeah. punchins are, Townsend, if Townsend if we can get this Townsend to Newcastle story turns out to be true I don't think any of us would be unhappy no, if, it no. Gives us, if it brings in funds to bring someone else yeah. Yeah. punchins not right at the moment too inconsistent. Just simply not right. He's just not playing anywhere but near that, the That's level, been punching the story at Palace Road, isn't it? It's like it you find him in one position, does all right, and yeah, then yeah. doesn't Set, quite fit into the Also, it too. doesn't help that he's got the sentiment factor as well, you know. Yeah. Cup final goal. And, yeah, no, uh, yeah. I think Palace. Yeah. I think, but I think Allardyce is identifying the problems, and I think the two fullbacks yeah. are, are, are a big start. Because also, Schluck can play wing back if you want. He can play left wing. Pace, energy, that's what we've been, we've been needing. I think Sammy Lee will be a help because. Uh, we should really get Tom in front of the microphones. Yeah. He's been training with <laughs> we're him. Yeah. 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 Also, but Tom's saying, you know, Sammy Lee was a real, you know, real presence. He came in, he's upbeat, he's cheerful, he's shaking he's everybody's hands. He's mates with everyone. He's making people laugh. Yeah, but mates, but not in a not in a kind of don't. You, but still, no, no, we've got an edge to him. He's not. Scott Dan's yeah, got a very yeah. good working relationship with him, a good history. Scott Dan's doing already. Yeah, so and from when he's like a little like kid training kid, and stuff. Yeah. I think, and also, I agree with you with the the point you made about Big not having the bounce. What? <laughs> it's a microphone he's not <laughs> it's just documented now <laughs> wow um, you did hear you heard I'm, that, I'm never going to hear the it's recorded oh, yeah delete that bit mate who do you agree with sorry, sorry what you agree with me oh, don't, wow. don't worry about that I'll just see you later guys have a podcast <laughs> well, um, just for that you can stay up past 11 o'clock tonight <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm to swear on this podcast I'm not. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree with you about the, the not having the bounce in a way because I'd I, I think in the wrong, long run, I'd probably to prefer to have him try and sort everything out during this run of games than to have staggered through with the, um, 
you know, the pretense the that everything yeah, was all yeah, right yeah, and there yeah. wasn't much that needed patching up, yeah. you know, rather than really getting to the roots of the problem. And like I was telling you guys before the pod, I've had a, a look at our fixtures coming up as compared with the rest of the bottom six, especially the bottom three, and they they look, I think, quite promising in our, in our favour. Touch wood, touch everything that could be construed as wood, but... Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> oh, oh, mate, come on. That's a b- b- beneath you. <laughs> of course it's beneath you. Where else would it be? <laughs> oh, no. Delete all of this. But keep in me saying delete all of this. Just well, a little teaser I, for I the fans. You, you, get, you get the highlights at episode 300. <laughs> I, I, don't mind your talking to JD, who last time he said touch wood... Couldn't find any wood to touch, even though he's sitting at a wooden table <laughs> in front of a piano made of wood on a chair made of behind wood. Behind me, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um, I'm just because you're in front of it. I think it's really yeah. interesting that that Allardyce has basically come into a into Can't a squad about JD's that is. Now. Yeah, <laughs> there's not much of it, but anyway. Um, <laughs> The issue that Sam Allardyce has, has basically walked into right now is a football club that kind of took its eye off the ball, yeah. I think, during yeah, the summer yeah, the especially. Yeah, yeah. And Good we're metaphor. in a situation yeah. where he has realised that we don't have a backup right back. Uh, we don't have a backup left yeah, back. Yeah. So that, so he's had to yeah. address that with Schlupp on one side yeah. and potentially Jenkinson on the yeah. other. We don't really have a left winger because, well, Townsend doesn't want to play on that wing and uh, you've got Wilf, Wilf otherwise. Punchin isn't really suited wide. for that. No, you've got a central midfield that seemed to, that under Pardew seemed to think that rotating each player out of an attacking role worked best when, in actual fact, it seemed to prevent them from being specialists. So we ended up with, there were spells where MacArthur played in an attacking mid role, yeah. like a number ten role, yeah. there've been games where Punchin has done that. There've been the, even games where Kabai's done that. Yeah. So, what 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 Allardyce has really been forced to do is is look at the squad and look at individual issues in a way that he can try and repair the most most significant significant ones first. And he's doing that now yeah. with the signing of potentially yeah. even uh, Evra. Which would be an interesting. I don't think that's actually. Very uh, yeah, that's you not a thing. That's, you don't think that's that's a flashback eight months. Oh, God, we're getting Christian Benteke. <laughs> but it would Brilliant. be. I mean, so it's not. It's, it's just the fact we talked about. Remember when we talked about? You know, we need energy and pace in our midfield, and then yeah, two days later, some young players. Yeah, but then yeah. two days later, we thought Frank Lampard might be coming. <laughs> getting a third. Yeah, 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 Lampard. If Lampard ever. If ever had played every minute of every game for Don Rogers, he played twenty-four games last season. So I mean, I'm. Still, think that um, if you yeah, I think Schlupp's he's not honest, got pace, I think Schlupp's the left back. Yeah, I think he's brought Schlupp's yeah. left back in this league. Jenkinson is a right back. Do you not think he'd go through at the back then? I don't Will think he will. I think he'll. I think it, it might be an option later on. I think. I think against Everton, it will be an old-fashioned four-four-two, and I think he'll sit Flamini and Kabay. If you remember, mm. well, I, 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 I think he likes Flamini. I think he does. Yeah, at, I like I Flamini. We'll yeah. at old days, thirty-two. Underutilised. It think. was interesting yeah. though with Travis. Travis yeah. said that you know that the modern footballer is now you're no longer tied to single positions. So mm. you find that uh, Mikko Antonio for West Ham spent a lot of time playing. Uh, as a fullback, uh, you know, uh, yeah, a yeah. fullback essentially yeah. covering, mm. doubling up. So with Schlupp, even if he doesn't end up playing as a left back, there's a good chance that he'll be told to do a to lot of the defensive yeah, yeah. work. And no, he will be, no, without a doubt. You know, oh, that's, uh, that's something that we that we've been lacking really. Tying into what you were saying about Big Sam being realistic, he's always said whenever there were rumours about you know uh, getting in attacking mids or getting in strikers, and that he's gone. No, we're 
sort out the defence fast. That's what yeah. we need. That's what we need to do. I think it's much more likely that he will get Schlupp in to to just do his defensive duties yeah. because that's what he's just always been adamant that we need. I think the other thing he said today is we've got to get in that mentality. Something he said he really believes of if you can't win. Don't lose. Don't, don't Look at the number yeah. of games this season where Pardew has had the opportunity to go for a draw yeah. and he didn't, and, it, and we end up being. You know, yeah, there, there, yeah, there, yeah, been, yeah. No, there were some games that the Middlesbrough win where if yeah. he hadn't done that, we'd have mm. we'd have come away with yeah, a draw. Burnley away, Swansea away. You'd have been happy with, I'm with big Sam driving some bus. points from yeah. all of those games. I think it's also interesting that we're trying to buy Carl Jenkins and not get them on loan, which yeah. everybody's seen last week. I think that's much the way to go because you know, again, he's only a young player. Somebody you want when we start, we mm. want him for the future. But yeah. again, as I was saying before, I, I think it will be, we'll be going back to old fashioned. So we still had a lot of the ball on Saturday, more than West Ham, as I recall. We did, yeah. yeah but I think, I think on Saturday, you know, Everton will be on a high after that Man City result. Yeah, massively. Although it is the same team that were really disappointed against West Brom and yeah, who yeah. we deserve to be earlier in the season at Goodison Park. But, um, but I think it will be old fashioned. 30% possession two in, sitting two in front of the back four if it works out then uh, yeah. we get a point out of out of Saturday I think the fans will be delighted because I think the it's most delighted. significant thing is what Alan I said today about the team's identity about sitting deep hitting people on the break because what he said about when we beat West Ham 3-0 at their place when he was manager when he said we were unplayable mm. and that's what he wants to get back that intensity because we, yeah. we simply haven't had that intensity we haven't had that and that's it's what Pulis did brilliantly, and it's what you know. Palace, and we've said this before. We haven't got a tradition of playing good football. What we've no, got we're not West Ham. We're not talking. We've got a tradition of being bloody minded. We've yeah. got a tradition of, of not being beaten. We've got a tradition of like yeah. you've got to work really hard, and, that, and, that's, and that's, what, that's gone. And that's gone. But that's what the fans will respond to when when it comes back. And I think the fact is that we probably all expected that to come back immediately. Mm. And the fact that it didn't is an indication of how deep the, the problems the go. Problems yeah. went. I'm glad you just said yeah. as well, you said uh, by Jenkinson for when we stay up. Yeah, no, I, do think, I, I genuinely... I think, I I think we think, will stay up. I do think we will stay up. And I do, I know that's, you touched the piano for me, J.D. <laughs> and I know, I know 80% of the people listening to this will be going, will be doing something on their iPod going, oh, this is broken. What's going, <laughs> what's going to be shaking? But I, yeah. do, I do genuinely think we will Listen we'll to us from three up. years ago. I don't think, I don't think we'll stay up Comfortably, I think we'll probably end up in the bottom six or seven. I think it'll be, scrappy. it'll be scrappy. Looking, at, looking at the think, bottom of the table, at the I minute. do think we'll stay up. I do think there are teams that we are better at than, and, yeah. and I'm not saying that we've got a better player, so we'll stay up. But I think we've got the manager that they all would want to be perfectly yeah. honest. I think you know Clement, whoever the and whole city manager do. Do what the manager yeah. that players coming in will want to work with. That's another incentive for yeah, players coming I, in. I still wouldn't be surprised if we get Van Arnholt because yeah. Moyes saying publicly out loud. And acknowledging that it was us who made the bid, saying he's not going, Moyes ain't got a lot of choice. Sunderland is so he strapped. Said himself, they need come, to sell before they can if, buy. Yeah, if we come back with an improved offer, then I think, I think we'll get we'll get that on. I think we'll get another one, maybe two players in as well, and mm. I think there'll be players as again. So basically, you'll be looking at half the team that have been yeah. changed, and there'll be Allardyce players, and there'll be players that haven't been tainted by whatever's been going on. Mm. Yeah. And that's, you know, so there's a lot of reasons why I'm optimistic. I don't necessarily think it will start against Everton, but I think you have to acknowledge that for, compared to the debacle against Swansea, the, the West Ham performance was actually, there was more far more signs of organisation and, and it being an, an old-fashioned Palace Performance, it's just ruined by the scoreline. Okay, well, speaking of organization, yeah. let's, nice. let's get this pod oh, organized by man. going oh, in. Oh, God, to that's really tickled pod- my podcast buttons. You're welcome. Uh, into pod whoa, part two. Can we let's just let's just let's just yeah. Uh, in part two, we've got questions from our listeners. 
welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey. Pod. 201, sponsored by Vector Printing for your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk, that's Vector with a K. K. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. <laughs> Visit jcis.com. I will. Oh, very nice. So don't use your voice over voice. Just use your normal voice. That was nice, I enjoyed that. That was good. Weeks. <laughs> Proud dad. Potential employees out there, isn't it? I agree with you, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's move on to our questions. Um... We've had so many. First one is from. Don't sound. Is, if, no, I just. I feel bad. 20, is it twenty-one angry emojis? If you're yeah. listening to the pod positive, and people James, have sent in on. questions, the last thing they want to hear is you going, "Oh, we've had <laughs> so many." You're really, I don't mean like that. Really <laughs> mixed messages to listeners. Yeah, yeah, send us your questions. So many, oh, yeah. so many. <laughs> just don't answer. Thanks for all your lovely questions. I'm sorry we haven't got time to. Oh, we've had so many. That's what I mean. Is I feel bad. I feel bad because I don't have enough love to give to each one of the questions. Feel bad that people are submitting questions. I feel bad that I don't have enough time. Time to read oh. them all out because I appreciate people taking the time out to. Oh, right. nice. you let your face know that? You should be in PR, <laughs> mate. It's radio. Then no one cares about my face. It's not radio. The, um, <laughs> it's the same thing. The first question Even is if it was from. Telling, they still wouldn't care much about it. <laughs> no, you are a good-looking lad. I can see yeah. that. Thanks, man. Probably too good-looking to be funny, but brilliant. Heart, I mean, take a compliment, <laughs> ruin it straight away. <laughs> the first question is from David. <laughs> David I, Fraser. I, just so people are over going, well, <laughs> you must be very funny then, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, David. David Fraser. Uh, it's, hey, David. For, it's for Kevin. Oh. It says, is this lower than the <laughs> low that Kevin said we were after Swansea? Uh, I, <laughs> a lot of people have made that point. It's well put, David. I, I know it's not because, as I say, for the first... There are quite a few minutes in that game where we looked it was an improved performance it was a reaction to the Swansea game uh, I was deeply disappointed I, I thought we there was a point to be taken from that game I thought after 65 minutes we were going to take a point from that game I was bitterly disappointed at the reaction after we went 1-0 down um, but no it's not as low as the Swansea game I still think that the Swansea game represented the absolute nadir and I, I sincerely hope I'm right in that but I, I genuinely think that was the case I do I do think that will mark the hmm. the turning point really well you know like, like we've said there are mitigating factors to the whole thing uh, the fact that, that it turns out the Pius absence was probably better for the the communication and the, the working together of the team the cooperation yeah, of the yeah. team and, and the fact that we can at least now see Promising things beginning to happen again, yeah. you know the, the steady trickle, touch wood, touch wood, touch wood of players. <laughs> you oh, managed to ivory. That took a lot of touch your teeth. That took a lot of doing. And also, let's, let's let's not forget that Zahar was missing on. Yeah, Zahar yeah, was yeah, absolutely yeah, big miss. Yeah. Got other players coming in. We know what Sam's doing. Yeah. hopefully steady trickle of injuries coming back and being fit now. Zahar's been our best player by yeah. the country. Oh, but yeah, and he was he was missing. And the players and so far he's had a, a good yeah good yeah. international break. Do we need Sorry. to talk about? I feel like we have previously on the pod the. Just the lies that are in a lot of the press, particularly Harry Redknapp's article last week about Wilf not having an end product and, and not it, being any good. It's, it's quite clearly it's, it's very hard to shine in a team as an individual in a team that is in the state ours is at the minute. That's but he has been good. He's he been fantastic. He's been amazing. But he's if he was at if he was at a top six club or if he was at a good club like West Brom, I think he'd be. All the things, the all the things we said about him. Said about 
uh, Raheem Sterling. Of course, it's yeah. the same crap yeah. that's said about young black English players. Yeah. It, oh, it just so happens up. to be oh, that, that yeah. these that these young, you know, the, these kids who have any kind of uh, of, of gumption to show ability whilst on, when uh, yeah. on the ball yeah. can't be given any kind of credit for it and, I, and that's the reality of it it's, I, it might not be yeah. racist but it's it's deeply entrenched bias against I, players I think, like that I think there is a generational thing here with a lot of older managers and pundits who still have that mentality which of course they would never speak out loud about black players not being trusted about black players being lazy yeah. that, that exists in the game there's no point denying it Wilf mm-hmm. and you know, Alan Shearer has always been exceptionally critical of Wilf. The fact is, this season in a poor team, everything we've asked him to do, he's done in terms yeah. of goals. Even the Swansea goal, um, uh, Swansea, Swansea away, Swansea at home, other goals he scored. He's the Middlesbrough cross. Middlesbrough, he's yeah. nominated for goal of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, yeah. whole goal. He's he's added. More strength to his game. He's added more guile to his game. Again, we he's, say it every year, saying, every yeah. season, we say this is the best he's ever been. Yeah, exactly. but there is something. But also, as we said before about his England career, his reputation goes before him. And yeah, he, he was he was a troubled teenager who no one was prepared to to make allowances for. Yeah. So I, I throughout his career, I don't think he'll ever shake that off. And through everything he's gone through, I think he's handled it remarkably well. From yeah. the England, the England snub yeah. to having his little tiff with Harry the Hornet. Um, <laughs> I, I, fair, fair play to him. Have a good time at Afcon, and hopefully, yeah. yeah. But the fact exactly. is, managers, pundits, other fans will read the papers about Watford away, for example, and go, "It's a hard up to his old tricks again." But they won't have seen the replays where it shows that he was fouled. Exactly. He, doesn't, exactly. he doesn't. He doesn't. Do, he doesn't go down that easy. In, do, do you think it's almost like? Sort of, um, it's almost like the sort of. Uh, this is not comparing it, but like like Donald Trump coverage in a way that people that believe that don't care either way. They they won't yeah, have yeah, their yeah. opinion changed. No, they'll no, believe no, that. You're, they'll you're believe that, and that's, yeah. that's no yeah. matter what the facts. That's are. what I yeah. say. That's the worrying thing. His reputation is. Yeah. So I mean, there are people who already go. Well, he's run out of England. What's all? I've seen like, Wilfs. I know Wilfs. Yeah, he's gone to China. <laughs> great Wilfs. <laughs> great Wilfs. We got great Wilfs over here. It's like it's, po- it's post-truth football covering. Isn't yeah, it? This, this, absolutely this right. is, Again, I'm going to use one of yours now. That's a bit highbrow for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth remembering that in the week that Graham Taylor has passed away, yeah. uh, a, a manager who basically took black players for the first time yeah. and made them England internationals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we're, we've not actually moved on from that kind of approach to dealing with black players in, in English football. And what I mean by that is you always see the same rubbish repeated about black players that, that play, especially English ones, but about black players that play in, 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 in football. They're either lazy... They either they can't be trusted. It's the same stuff. It's always the same stuff. It's not stuff. said out loud, but it's, it's, it's not said out loud. It's, it's implied, implied. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm not saying that every person who criticises Wilf is a racist. No, no, of course not. But I, I do think that there is a deeply entrenched issue there that people aren't that is that is not being addressed really in the grand scheme of things. You just look at the way that Raheem Sterling gets criticised for, for he got he got criticised for uh, showing off his his millionaire mansion yeah. and then After just the, this yeah. season just, just a couple of weeks ago he was criticised for shopping in power, in the one pound shop yeah like you know, these Dark people don't I think, yeah. well, I, to be fair I think, I think that would apply to most footballers to be honest but I think there is 
I, as I say, there, I think black players still do have to work. And the fact is, this is a conversation for another pod, but yeah. you only have to look at the lack of black managers, the lack of black coaches, the lack of black chairmen, so on and so forth, to realise that there is a problem. But Wilf, for whatever whatever the reason, Wilf simply isn't given credit by a large section of the football community. Yeah. And no one's prepared to see his story. And the fact is, yeah, Wilf's background is a very troubled one, but no one, and it doesn't matter, it's, it's more class than anything else. No one was prepared in the England setup to, to take the. Accommodate. The, to, to, well, even to take the time to look into why he might be a difficult young man, why he might be. You know, he was he was, he was playing age, age ranges above his above his own age. It's like, yeah, so the fact that English football's kind of turned his back on him, and there are still people criticising for for not, you know, he should have stayed and played for his trying to play for England. He wasn't getting the other side. No, how, how no much, way. How, how, how much will feel when the latest squads in and Townsend's in the squad yeah, and he's not? Exactly. Yeah. How must that feel? And exactly. that's and if even if you're not that way inclined, you would think. You think well, is that racist? It's not racist, when obviously. But you Gary Lineker's tweeting Gareth Southgate saying what? Tweeting about Wilf not being and yeah, I think also as well as anything else, I think it might be something to do with the when you do have a young player who is who is exceptional, they get a lot of flack because the spotlight is on them naturally. Yeah, you know, is, yeah. Wilf, when the spotlight's on Palace, the spotlight's on Wilf. Yeah, yeah. I think also they mentioned the Graham to, to move back to Palace yeah. as we should and other players, but they mentioned the Graham Taylor is an episode one because. The way the tabloid press have fawned over him is sickening because he's a man who suffered the most appalling indignities at the hands of the press. And he was one of the... Everybody in football is one of the nicest blokes I've ever met, one of the most interesting people I've ever met. He's a brilliant tactical uh, pundit, analyst. He cocked up the England job, there's no two ways about it. And and Gary Lineker will never forgive him because his his last appearance in an England shirt he was replaced by Alan Smith but he was a brilliant club manager mm-hmm. and he, what he did for young black players was exceptional and to see the, the same newspapers who put a turnip on his head giving him six, seven pages of eulogy is just but again these are newspapers we know that have no shame anyway of course, yeah. of course not but he's he's, you know, he's a man who lived breathing so you need a lawyer yeah so. <laughs> right okay um, let's Crack on with some more questions. We had a lot of questions from people. That's one question so far. I know, I know, I know. I'm going to try and wrap through. Thanks for that question. <laughs> We've had a lot of questions from people around a similar theme. So people, like, people around a similar theme. <laughs> uh, people like Paul Nash, uh, Paul. Sean Juliard, hey, Sean. Andy OCPSC Hi, Andy. on BBS, all essentially saying, "How f-ed are we?" It's not the same Andy O that used to be in Blue Zoo. We were allowed to swear this whole time. No, no. Oh, that's been bleeped out. It's funny, the league table almost caught me by surprise on Sunday morning. Mm. The fact, I'd, we're still not in the bottom three, which is brilliant. It, it's biggest belief, really. It, I'm actually quite, I, for all that, for everything I said about us getting out of this, I'm actually quite angry that it's come to this because it's almost, there's a slight air of unreality about it because you just keep thinking, well, any minute now it will stop. Like I said earlier in the week, it's like someone's palace is a painting that someone's been holding it, upside it, down yeah. and they just need to go up. Oh, right, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. That's, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the wrong way up. That's true, yeah. And it's, it's just that, it's the, it's the whole club, it's that, the, we've talked about this many times, which it's, we're still a kind of cottage industry. It's still, this is our fourth season in the Premier League and the fact is we're no better off than we were at this stage of our first season in the Premier League and you kind of think how's that been allowed to happen really 
just in terms of the whole infrastructure, just in terms of coaching staff, just in terms of players that we identify with bringing. Yeah. How is it that the squad, you look at this, and yes, you know, the bench on Saturday is much better than it's looked for a long time, but you look at the bench, the Man City game, the Chelsea game, how has this come to, how has this been allowed to happen? Mm. Does it not feel like the squad's is, better then? Huh? Does it no. not feel like the squad's no, better? No, it feels, like, it feels like we've gone mm. from a squad last year that had 11 good first-teamers to maybe 14 good first-teamers. Yeah. But beyond that, how, how has it we come to, we've got three academy kids on the bench for Man City, Chelsea. How's that? But how is it? How do we get to a stage where we only had like, Again, losing one left? Like back? Sam's just going. This is what I have to work with. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah but that was part of you putting those. But how is oh, how right, is yeah. it? We how do we get to a stage where losing a left back screwed us up so completely? How is that allowed to happen? And it's yeah. just there's so many things on and off the you know, season tickets not working. The first thing, how is that allowed to happen? There's so many things where you go. And it the offer it wouldn't happen at other clubs. Yeah, the chaos that we always we keep coming back to. And it's like I'm furious about it. And I think we've got somebody who will sort it out. And I think. But it just shouldn't have got to this. Does it feel like a short-sightedness approach to not just the squad, but everything? It it feels like... I think think that's a really good point because it it feels like, for all that I think that we will get out of this situation, it feels like we'll start again from scratch next season and that you wouldn't put it past us to have another chaos, another crisis come November, December for some reason that other clubs wouldn't, Mm. wouldn't have. It's never at any stage since we've been in the Premier League and it, which is our fourth season now. It's like the argument that it came too soon is fine in the first season, but this is our fourth season. Yeah. Think of the, the money we've made out of being in the Premier League is astonishing. And it's like, you kind of think, you get to the point where you think, do they want us to go down to the Championship just so the. the that so the offer be looks better in comparison. Well, no, no, not that. So they, so they can actually, there'll only be crowds of 15,000 so they can shut us down, down and rebuild it. Is that their part of the, because you the can't because yeah. you kind of go why why else would this be going on? Yeah. So how has this been allowed to ha- happen? Why was why was nobody looking at the results? Again, Pardew's not a brilliant manager, is he? But and as I say, we we I, we need somebody somebody needs to start again, basically. And Allardyce might well be the man to do I it. Think, but it's, I think hmm. it kind of, it, it comes to some extent from having a manager and a chairman who have. A, a, a relationship outside of work yeah. that isn't mm. entirely yeah. 100% professional because what yeah. you then end up with is essentially a case where the, the club the, the people in charge of the club just took their hands off the steering wheel yeah. and let it carry on and yeah. thought this is actually fine everything's going to be fine because we didn't go down despite yeah. the, last the, season, despite yeah. last season yeah, yeah. And, sh- and then instead of actually Cup addressing final, it at that final, point yeah, yeah. Yeah. Instead of addressing it, we said, "Here, Pardew, have another, you know, four or five year contract." Yeah, which was which just was completely unjustified, yeah. really, in 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 the context of what happened. I, I get that. I, I mean, I, I will forever be grateful for the FA Cup final. Yeah, I course. wish we'd have won it. And he kept us up the first and, season. And he, he kept us up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he made a big difference when finishes, he first arrived. Yeah. He, did. he did. There was a clear issue with with us taking the eye, our, our, you yeah. know the club taking their eyes off the ball 100%. it doesn't matter about yeah. the rest of the, everything else that's additional to the football yeah. although that does have an impact on supporters yeah, yeah. It does, you know, yeah, if, you, if you're told atmosphere. if you're told the catering's been but improved and you go and buy a burger and there's just literally two two pieces it, of bread it, with a bit of chicken it, in between it's not yeah. the same stuff but, like but that it is a pisses sim- you off but it is a symptom of a general malaise mm-hmm. this I is think, Big Sam's punishment from the FA but I think what you've got in Allardyce is a manager that probably is surprised at how hard he's going to have to work but he's going to do the work we'll and, put the work in and yeah. has got a relationship as he has with most of his chairman in which basically his relationship consists of him saying this is what I need to solve the situation if you don't give me what I need to solve the situation the situation won't be solved simple as that and and I mm. think looking at the amount of money we're, I think 
whether it's the Americans, whether it's Paris, the penny seems to have finally dropped that we are, if not effed, we are very seriously close to being effed. And if we, you know, I'm an old, I'm older than everybody else in this pod, and most really? people listening to it, you know, family and all sorts of stuff. In terms of the real world, it's it would be disappointing if we were to be playing football in a different division. But also, I'd be so furious if that happened. The potential that we'd thrown away. Yeah. If we let that happen, if we let all the potential that we've got now as a club for the for the community, for us as fans, if, if we throw that away, I'll be I will be angry. For all yeah. that I'm saying, I'll be philosophical when there are worse things that can happen, and I will be furious. You know, I don't think it will happen, and I think finally, we, but we we just seem to. We just seem to lurch about trying to find someone who's the right fit, and I know I know there are a lot of Palace fans who tweet me to say that somehow Allardyce doesn't seem the right fit for us, and I understand what they're saying, but I think he will become the right mm. fit, and I think he's, without a doubt, he's the best man for the current situation that we have. And then you kind of go, well, is he the best man if he keeps us up? Do you give him the budget to to carry on? Has he has he got the will to keep going? I don't know, but once we stay up, if when we do start everything's got to be reappraised it really has got to be reappraised yeah. just going back to that kind of that, that short sightedness thing we're talking about if I said to you now what do you think Palace's long term plan is I, I got no I don't know if any Champions club, League I don't know if any clubs have a long term plan no, you I, must have I, some sort of idea you, of where you, you're you, heading you but it doesn't feel so. like Palace do does I don't it? think we've got a five year plan anymore we, no. we'd have to well what do, what do you we mean we're heading in terms of, of uh, no, marketability and commercial well, stuff I still or, think, or as a team as a I club still, we still seem to have this attitude as a club is like crikey we're in the Premier League it's mm. great isn't it take selfies in and, the boardroom and, yeah and the fact is I, th- I do think and Rob's uh, analogy you know, taking their eye off the ball it's like certainly since the Americans come in things have been they've been more concerned with you know this phrase you know new markets looking for new fans looking mm. for new places to sell shirts that's the sort of thing that's helped them take their eye off the ball because suddenly yeah. the commercial stuff the corporate stuff has become far more important we've got a head of branding for the love of Jesus you know what I mean well, get yourself established in the Premier League then you get it but mm. we all thought we had established ourselves in the Premier yeah, League yeah clearly we yeah. hadn't yeah. and we and we, we still haven't we've got a head of branding but the yeah. offers like Balham at Rush Hour it comes to our yeah. time you know <laughs> yeah so the, yeah okay but beyond um, that we still the fact is we get cross and angry because we're so passionate about the club and exactly the club, yeah. and I'm sure yeah. all the fans listening to us will be feeling the same way because yeah, they sure, care about it as yeah. much yeah. as and a lot of them will be I, I know for a fact there's a lot of Palace fans Neil the Fish it will be saying I hope we do go down because then all these Johnny come ladies will bugger off and I'll be able yeah. to get served in the portals and I'll be able to stretch out in there the halfway you know? there, is something, there is something behind and that be, and also I, somebody I spoke to said well you get more games in the championship it's like oh, yeah, well okay, you yeah, do you enough. get more for your money um, question go, three if we, go down, if we go down and Brighton go up I'll be let's not even years. consider no. that yet please we're like, going to regret all our mind the gap tweets is that still only the second yeah that was the second question yeah. um, that was the second question okay are you ready for some I'm quick... to go to the game tomorrow so if we could <laughs> are you ready for some quick fire questions yeah from yeah, our yeah. friend Sun A ready as hello Sun hello Sun okay I'll start with Kevin alright a lot of teams have been blooding their youth players admittedly in the top half of the table but to good effect is it time to bring in the likes of Kaikai and Boateng no, uh, Kai Kai. I would argue, yes. Mm-hmm. Boating maybe not. Okay. Cool. Uh, 
quick he, fire. He's being played against Bolton to see if he's capable of yeah. stepping up. Of showing the gap. Boateng isn't. I don't think that. I think if no. we'd have been interested in Boateng, he'd have been. I think Kai Kai's potentially yeah. another nice sort of player. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think he deserves a chance anyway. Yeah. Um, Ed, Hello. is Big Sam the kind of manager to give you a chance? Oh, I'll um, probably have down to the f- uh, forget it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, in, under the right circumstances, obviously. Um, we'll, we'll see that in the bottom game, I reckon. There seems to be more attention paid on the youth instead of just sitting them out on loan yeah. um, and waiting for them to ripen. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, Rob, slightly sinister, but not. It, Rob, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like making Dan the captain has been a positive move. Who would you make captain? Uh, probably Damien Delaney or Johan Kabay. Good. Um, uh, Kevin, is Hennessy the main reason we can't keep a clean sheet? It's not the only reason. Let's put it like that. Is it the main reason? I hate. I, I, I really don't like saying it out loud, but yeah. Yeah. I'll just put it like this, yeah. and this, uh, get ready to bleep it out, JD, but how can you keep a clean sheet if you keep sh- in the bed? Good no, that's fine, there, I can yeah. stain. Oh, can so it? Oh, hang on, make a note. Don't yeah, be stained, did you say? It's just, yeah. it's that's fine. Well, I mean, I was planning for it to be like an impactful little aphorism to end the section on, but don't worry about it, mate. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. There's, there's still like 10 more quick fire. Oh, really? All right. Okay. Yeah. It's, not, it's not as Samuel Beckett as you can be. Intonation yeah. of the last one. Right, Ed, thought, Hello. Do you think we now have too many prima donnas on big wages that's affecting team unity? Ooh, big question. Uh, it's a big question. I'm not I'm not really sure how to answer that. I don't think that the, the prima donnas on big wages thing will affect team unity. I think, like we talked about earlier, if we're uh, inferring people like Christian Benteke on that, then it will, I think, be more to do with what Pardew would have told him. Just say, look, you don't have to do the work. You're, you're, the, you're the big man around here. It does look like the people that have been putting in the, the shifts are people that have been with Palace for a long time, that have, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's people like Flamini, I think to an extent Kabai, uh, that, that we've been noticing. Kabai was our big signing last season, but we've been noticing him getting frustrated and putting work in a lot more this season. Mm-hmm. Flamini was a big deal when we got him in. He's under Big Sam, he's putting in a good shift I think so I don't think it's that's the problem I think it's just undoing the mess that, that came before I think cliques I don't think it's necessarily the behaviour of individual players but I think cliques were allowed to develop under Pardew, Pardew. I agree with that there are yeah. players that Pardew rated more than others Pardew liked to surround himself uh, with what he called you know the quality players the A-list players well with so I think that was allowed to happen uh, it's also that unity comes from shared experiences yeah. and we yes. ended up getting rid of yeah. uh, Jedi, who yeah. essentially glued all of that together not again that at he, the time we said yeah. this is probably I think the best I right decision yeah, yeah, as a player but as yeah. a character maybe not yeah, yeah. yeah. we did get someone like Ed Lecott said a few yeah, weeks agreed, ago yeah, yeah. the problem is we didn't get someone to replace him yeah. Yeah. it's the ego battles thing uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's get it more um, quick, fiery. Um, Rob, pop kettle. Rob, if <laughs> Rob, if Tompkins had poked in that first goal, do you think it would change course of the game? Yes, absolutely. Kevin, saying that, do you think we're just unlucky as every team seems to score a worldie against us? We're no more lucky or unlucky than any other team in our situation. To be perfectly honest, mm. you know, and, yeah. Let, let's not forget it evens itself out. Yeah. So we will be. There beating, were a couple of decisions in the West Ham game that went in our favour. We'll, we'll be beating somebody nine 0 We'll have those sending four of their players off. So I can't yeah, wait for that. One day. Yeah. Ed, uh, what position do you see Schlupp playing? Um, left back. Good. Rob, with an ageing squad, would Evra be, if you read into what papers say, is true, be a good addition? Yes, he has experience. True. Uh, Kevin, were you surprised at how quickly Millen was slipped out the back door? No. Quietly, not quickly, sorry, quietly. How quietly? Yeah. 
No, the answer, I would answer the quickly question. I'm surprised it took so long, to be perfectly honest. Mm. I thought Allardyce would turn up on day one with a complete change of coaching staff, uh, as uh, we've discussed on this pod before. Uh, as we've got today, it just took a while to analyse the problem. Probably. Yeah, I, I don't think you can let somebody go with a massive fanfare. You can't keep somebody on and say, wait for the next home game and you get a round of applause before you leave with your P45. So. Yeah. And also, in terms of the, the quietly thing, the club kind of has a history of that remember we, we talked about it before on the pod how when Mandanda first got injured it was more of a oh yeah he's just picked up a little yeah, yeah, it's yeah. he's been out for a month yeah. and a half now um, Ed final one then from Sunny oh, on yeah. a quick fire round should we change the lyrics to glad all over to sad all over <laughs> a bit premature but um, I think we should do we are staying schlup <laughs> yeah, nice. Wake me schlup before you go, go. If we change anything, we should change the bloody kit. I'm convinced oh. that's the root cause of all the troubles mm. you see. Yeah, get some stripes. Get some stripes. Yeah. All right, last couple get of questions. Get some stripes on the bugger. <laughs> <laughs> last couple of questions. James Melody. Can't be the last right, couple of questions. Yes. You said we had about 80 no. questions. We've asked three. We, we're, we're, you let uh, one bloke ask 10. Hi, James. How does some get to ask 10 <laughs> questions when everybody else doesn't well, get a question right now? It's supposed to be a quick fire round, isn't it? It's become one of the things on my question. No offence, son, but you know what I mean? Right. Question. James Melody. Hi, James. Says, it's are we? Name, it? yeah, it's a really good name. Are we the new Charlton slash QPR? Duh. Could be. No, no, I don't think so. Don't QPR think so. were uh, the, the, their chairman was completely uh, manipulated by a he he had Warnock, I think, and then got rid of him, brought in Mark Hughes. Mm. Well, in terms of you know, if you. If somebody like Evera comes in, that would be entirely typical of what QPR did. Sorry, it was Hughes, wasn't it? Hughes, it was Hughes and then it was yeah. Warnock, and then, and then, then it was Redknapp and, then. Redknapp. and Redknapp did exactly the same thing. I think you're talking about... You're kind of talking about QPR spending a lot of money and getting relegated, which in, in, in Spending fairness, a lot of money on inappropriate players, which I, yes, well. I disagree with you both. I think Patrice Evera would be... I wouldn't be able to see the logic of that. At all. No, I, no, I agree. I, I said that earlier. Yeah. I don't really. think he wouldn't be a good signer. No, no, I, don't no think so. I think there are better signings yeah. we can make. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Especially with a manager like Sam. You, we've got Flamini who brings in, and apparently Flamini in, in training, according to Tom, is very passionate, very intense. He's a, he's a winner. He's not somebody who. Are you, he does everything that Patrice He does everything that Patrice Everett would, would do. We need youth and energy. We need someone who's a good technical. Yeah. We need good technical defenders. We don't need the like yeah. wistful philosophical teacher man. We need someone who will get stuck in yeah. and do the job. I'd, I'd well. still in terms, say, in terms of chart, I mean, the, the worry. Have thing, that, I, mean. I mean, the difficulty is that as Villa are showing, as Norwich is showing, once you get out of the Premier League, it's it's, it's really really difficult to get back, and hmm. um, it yeah. would impact on us so much with them with financially. That you, oh, and in terms of the players the day, as well. the day, yeah the days are long gone when you can say well we'll have a year in the championship and enjoy ourselves so oh, no. like... ok Tony Dobson All right, Tony. Hi, Tony. has said as we seem to be the cure for the ills of every club yeah. <laughs> should we change our name to Crystal Panacea nice that's good oh nice like what does Panacea well, mean James I think it's like a Solution or remedy for difficulties or diseases? That, that sort of thing. Well done. Yeah, liniment. Yeah. Did you infer that from the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Three marks. Yeah, I know, I know words. It's, it's a cure for all. It's a cure for all. Supremely intelligent. It's a cure for all evils. Well done. 
Um, okay, final question then. First of all, Final question. Final question is. Rob, tell me you said that. Yeah. Did you just as I saw? Did you Google panacea? Yeah. The final question. You did not. Oh, I'm having a look at it. Final question is from. No, the final question is: Do we need a new hoax? Don't we? Yeah. Susie Dent over there. He does look like Susie Dent. That's not. I was implying, but all right. Right. Final question. I want to see this Susie Dent in a palace parlor. Yeah. Anyway, final question is from Rich, Richie. Internet, oh, yeah. oh, Dad, come, come on. Come on, Richie Wiseback. Hi, Richie. All right, Richie. He says, having listened to every pod since around the mid-30 mark, wow. I've now listened to approximately 170 hours of your dulcet tones. <laughs> That's one, Thanks, full, Richie. one full week of my life has been spent listening to you chaps talk palace. A full week. Regardless of what I achieve in this life, on my deathbed, I'll be able to look back and think, at least I spent an entire week <laughs> listening to you fellas for they discuss how bad Palace are. <laughs> Thank you for time well spent. You're welcome, Richie. Thank Can you. you think of any other way I could have spent that week of my life which could have granted me a, co- a greater cultural or intellectual payoff? So I've got to, I've got to see the, the pyramids. Um, Google Panacea. Kate Bush website that I could particularly recommend. Dad. dad. He re- if, if, Richie, if Richie's local, that's a really good, that's a really good question. That's, yeah. If Richie's local, then I think we should invite him around to, to come and join us. I don't yeah. think he is. I think he's... Week, a week of, of that's this. A, <laughs> that's a horrifying thought. Well, on the other side, that means we spent a week with Richie as well. Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. In fact, yeah. we spent a week with about 5,000 people. Which yeah, is, it's which a bit is like a Pretty Woman, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Pretty Woman, yeah, this yeah. podcast. Okay. Took him under arm, you know, showed yeah. him what, com- the, what the life was like yeah, in a yeah. podcast world. Yeah, yeah, the glamorous kitchen table. I'm glad we can be of help, Richie. Yeah. <laughs> what could you, how could you have better spend your week, though? <laughs> I don't think there is a better way to spend yeah. your week. Listening to one of Endicott's bands, he's got some cracking bands. Yeah, if you listen to an hour of, yeah. of like, music every week yeah. for three years, then. How long? How many years? Watching uh, eight years. This is one I think everyone will appreciate. Perhaps if you watch the entire series of Sherlock back to back. Oh yeah, you'll really enjoy that. Terrible. (laughs) Don't spoil it. I mean, I mean. Far from me to is it slander or libel if you say it? Which one's the writing down one? Andy's not here. <laughs> All right, uh, whichever one it is, is the writing down one. I've heard uh, allegedly Sherlock was he terrible. Uh, you cut that out, mate. It's needless, isn't it? Well, that's fine. You that's opinion. Your, you that's it. That's all right. Allegedly. You and your other white middle-class mates who have failed to get screenplays away. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Thank you no, for your like questions, like uh, listeners. In part three, we're going to preview the game against Everton. And maybe the Bolton game replay? Yeah, I don't know. No, no, I think it's just a little one. I think a it's worth it. One. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, join us after the break. Back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey! Pod 201, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with a K. K. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Good. Yeah, that I was. Point out to our listeners that if they could hear some muffled chuckling as that part started, it's because <laughs> my son pointed out, and he's absolutely right. JD does look a bit like our cat. No, I, what? Do. How? Dozy the way you just stretch, not dozy, just, just the way you stretch. Dozy, dozy expression, the way you roll. like a normal man. The way you ask us. You stretch like a well, our cat stretches like a man. The way you like your tummy tickled. Well, let's not. I did feed you from the hand earlier. 
Yeah, and I uh, <laughs> kibbles. He's always like kibbles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. What, what was his part? Oh, yeah, Everton and Bolton. And Bolton. <laughs> Bolton. We've broken him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to briefly preview Bolton. Yeah, briefly. Does anyone really care about it? Yeah, yeah, I think they do because it's yeah, an opportunity yeah. to get a win at home and run out some some players that we'd like to see and who want to prove themselves, like Jules, like Remy, you know, yeah. hopefully like like Sully, like, like Sully. Well, it's, it's also the opportunity to get a really good cup tie against Man City, which would be a sellout, which would yeah, be, yeah, exactly, which yeah, would, you know, it, it all helps it, getting the atmosphere back, getting maybe an unexpected victory here. And also, we talk about a winnable run of games or games that we can get points mm-hmm. from. This would certainly help. Even though, it, you know, it's when Pardew came in, the, the cup game against yeah, Dover made all yeah, the difference. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. something yeah. that can make things click. Yeah, Bolton are a really good side, and I know they lost on Saturday, but, but they're a good side in their just division. Pra- pragmatically, just getting uh, like uh, Sam says, Loic's in his preseason. Just getting him another forty-five minutes or sixty minutes, or however much yeah. you can do. Yeah, Rob. Who's Sam? Big Sam. Big Sam. Oh, Big Sam. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Can we predict? The fact you were pointing at Rob when you said that. You said it earlier. Oh no, you said it. You said it earlier on. And also, it'd be interesting. But you're not Sam Allardyce. No. No. Well, I've come here under false pretenses. I think. Sam Allardyce. I've got a bit of a better. You don't look like Sam Allardyce. Right next. Can we predict the lineup? Maybe it's a point. I think Kai will start. I think Kai will start. I think Jordan. Much uh, he said, much is available. But I think Kai Kai will definitely start because yeah. he said that a player recently back off loan will so start. Fryers will start. You'll see Lee yeah. playing. Yeah, Lee. Fryers playing. Maybe Johan. Kelly Lee. will play. Yeah. Kelly will play. Uh, Remy. Julian, obviously. Uh, Julian. Yeah. I guess Julian playing is a reason to go to the game. Yeah. On its own, almost. Well, that's what it? that's what Allardyce was saying today in his press conference yeah he's expecting 20,000 which is not going (laughs) to but it is I mean the fact is you should be every football club should be looking to win every game and and with our form at Selhurst every little helps if we can get a win at home home, it will help the mood going into I think if Jules can keep a clean sheet I think as well if you can see more evidence even with an entirely different team if you can see more evidence that Allardyce is Work is starting to pay off. Uh, even if Bolton have more of the ball than you would expect a League One team to have, I think that's it's it's all work. I think it's interesting that Allardyce said he's quite happy that we've got this game because he can mm. he can look at various things in a kind of no lose situation to an extent. It was a bit yeah. like a, just a reserve game. But I thought his, I thought his comments were really interesting. Uh, he yeah. said that any player that doesn't, yeah. you know, if we don't end up winning this game, they're showing me their the league one players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that's that's he's laying down the gauntlet. So in some ways, like you said earlier, ammunition. The more he, the the more you know, games, more game time that he has to evaluate the squad, uh, the yeah, club, what yeah. he needs to do, the better. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it is a chance, cause, and there will be one or two players who probably let him down tomorrow night. But it is a chance for somebody. And Everton's to, a big fixture. So yeah, that's a good one to it's come a, for. It's it. a chance for somebody to play really well for him to go. Actually, that's he's he's reacted well to what I want. He's done what I wanted to, mm. wanted him to do. So, okay, well, I think I think Kai Kai is the one that's got the most potential to yeah force to his way into the into the maybe the first team squad. And he's the one that we all want to see. Yeah, yeah and without, without, without a doubt. doubt. And again, psychologically. You know, he's the opposite end of the age range to, to Julian of course he is but we all love seeing our youngsters yeah. play come through, and, yeah. and, and he would come on He would if he was involved in the Everton game you know bear in mind put, as well that, that Everton have just spent £15 million on, 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 on Lookman who didn't score as many goals as Kai Kai last yeah, and, and don't yeah. forget that you know, Lookman 
Everton played Davis from the start on yeah. Saturday, who's 19 years old. Alan, did Alan, very well. Alan Whittle's nephew, so I was pleased to see him. Oh, is he? He is, yeah, he is. Alan Whittle's he's, nephew. He's so looks a bit like him. He's got, got the hair, isn't he? got the hair. And so they brought Lookman on as well, who scored on his debut. So it does prove that youngsters can thrive in that in that division it can work and it's 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 interesting talking to Tom my cousin about the fact that in the last 10 years so many Premier League clubs will look will buy a stranger from France look abroad rather than the lower league, leagues rather than look for the lower mm. leagues and mm. it's and it's or look in their own youth team and it might be that Kai Kai's a the answer to some of our problems you never know I think it's a lot of hopefully hopefully even, on the even wing, if he yeah. replaces Zahar for three four games and, well, then, and, then, yeah. and then Zahar comes back in and we've got Kai Kai who's got four weeks of Premier League experience, experience sitting on and the bench and, and, yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree so that's Okay. Someone that can it might hurt to to you know get a few wingers, get a few more wingers while the backer is away and while you know this stuff. Well, also I think I think the Sam Allardyce's comments this morning as well about Palace getting their identity back, and we yes. know that identity yeah. involves yeah. strong back four and two two strong central midfield players and getting the ball wide as quickly as possible. So yeah. that's why I think Kai Kai is very. Uh, I mean, yeah, Ladapo's come back, but I think in the same way that both he's, he's gone, he's, gone, he's, gone, he's yeah. gone off again. But yeah. I think uh, who's the one that's come back from from Bolton? Uh, Kessie oh, Kessie Anderson's yeah. oh, yeah. come back, but I think in the same way to go. But I think Kai Kai has come back to be part of his mm. to be part of his plan. To be mm. I really hope so. I really yeah. hope so. Um, yeah. So then let's look ahead to the Everton game. Then they did just beat Man City four 0 They did scored um, with their only they had four shots on target and scored with all four. But again, like you said earlier, uh, same team that. Yeah, we're well, rubbish really against West Brom in the cup. West Brom in the cup. Um, and and, and City who we deserve are to win the side that you've well, proven that if you can score a goal or two against them, the first that's goal it. Again. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's a, a lot of City fans that I know, namely Cousin Tom, are, are very unhappy with Bravo. Same, yeah, same sort of thing. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's. I don't think that Everton beating Man City four 0 is really the big concern. It's the fact that we. I mean, if Palace can play the way that. Like it would just play the way that they should, with the with you know if the if if they play the way that they did in the first sixty minutes against West Ham, we've got as much of a chance of getting a result against Everton as we did, hmm. you know, as as you would hope. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I, I, what was it that you said to me yesterday that was really hard in about how Everton will have to play without the ball when they play us. No, they have to play with the ball. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah, thinking, they, yeah, yeah, they, played, they played without the ball yesterday for pretty much most yeah, of the game. Right. They'll have to force it against us because I think. Yeah. And also, hopefully, Jenkinson and Schlupp will both start at fullback, which is kind of a get out card. Is Jenkinson Sam. done then? Is that done? It's. Uh, well, the deal, was, the deal was agreed with, between the two clubs. Right. There's some issues with. His uh, his yeah. agent, not the player. The player wants to come. And okay. it is, it's happening. So it's all but name on the dotted line. So in time for Saturday then? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. both. I think both of them will start on Saturday. I think Sam will play down. The thing I think, in a way, Everton are quite good opposition for us because they will be on a high. Mm-hmm. It's not a game we're necessarily expected to win. It's not one of those. You know, the next five games after that are games we would expect to win, and I think. I, as I said, I do think we it will we'll revert to Palace of old. I think it will be like a cup tie. I think we'll sit deep. We'll make them come onto us, which they won't like, and then we'll look to hit them on the break. And, we'll, and, we'll, and finally, we'll have some youth and energy down because Jenkinson gets forward really well. Hmm. As to Schlupp, 
and we'll have people playing in the right position. So it's also worth remembering that this is going to be Allardyce's second home league game. Yeah, like yeah. we've, we've yeah, had a yeah, lot of away true. games, yeah, and our away form has been poor. Yeah, mm. um, but Allardyce is one of those managers, a little bit like Tony Pulis, where yeah. your home form is your is your bread absolutely, and butter. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And absolutely, if that, yeah. you know, that, that he, he already said, yeah, he already yeah, said yeah. that the Bolton game is important for a win yeah. because he doesn't want to keep losing games at home. Yeah, and, yeah, and no, if we go, right. in, go in with that kind of yeah. aggressive attitude, yeah, you're yeah. coming into like in, in the past, Selhurst Park used to actually be quite an intimidating Ab- experience. Under so yeah. for the absolutely, last absolutely. for the last year yeah, under yeah. Pardew, it has been a very we've been a soft touch at home, and I think that that's one thing that that you have to give Allardyce a little bit of leeway. I mean, Swansea was just such a such a bad perfect storm of different things that had happened yeah uh, whereas I think this game will be a bit more but I think there'll be a little bit you know th- those Everton players will be on a high I imagine you'll start with an unchanged team but I think if we bring those players in and the atmosphere is there the Everton players will be going there will be little seeds of doubt which is what you want because we've talked about just for about a year the fact that not only is Sellers Park not a fortress in England, but away teams actively look forward to playing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that will change under under Allardyce. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it is quite a good game for us because nobody will expect us to get anything out of it. And I think know. that has to change under Allardyce. That is no, one of the will, that I think it yeah. will do as well because I think I think Allardyce will start to say pretty soon. You'll hear him say that was more of an Allardyce team. That was more mm-hmm. of an Allardyce, a Palace performance. That's what. And I think that's why I think he's, he was really clever with his stuff about the identity thing today yeah. because. I think Palace fans will react to that. It will be a sellout, and hopefully the new players will, you know, just the announcement of their names will get the crowd going. Hopefully Julian will play, and then yeah. you know, we'll get. Doesn't it feel nice to have a manager talking a bit more sort of honestly? Yeah, more realistically, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, realistically, exactly. completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And he hasn't made any excuses after any of the games. Yeah, uh, the very transparent. Him, I like that for yeah. him. For him to say after the game publicly to the cameras, I'm really disappointed with the way. We, we reacted. We should have got goal. three points from that. The, yeah. the, and he, he acknowledged that the, the keeper should have done better with the goal. That's <coughs> after the Arsenal game. He said, "I'm, I can't. I'm really upset." Against and, Swansea, and we've been did. asking for this. Yeah. Against yeah. Swansea, oh, but I think yeah. I, I think people yeah. have to. You have to give him a bit of the benefit of the doubt yeah. there, because as as I think statistically, it was shown that so many teams that had played with one with one day's rest actually lost against teams that had played with two. Yeah. That it was yeah, yeah, that there, no, is, there there was context there and he had he had a right yeah, to no, I, I, yeah, I agree. But, but he's obviously, for the most part he's been open and honest yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Straight talking yeah. saying stuff yeah. like uh you know, if they don't play well tomorrow yeah, they're not yeah, playing yeah. for me. Yeah, it, 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 they're not playing for me in the Premier League. They yeah. can't be a League One team. Yeah, yeah. you get yeah, the feeling no, the party right. might have said something well, like, "Well, they're a good side." They're on good form. To me, that does and... feel very much like we are going to then go and lose that. <laughs> but yeah. I don't. Maybe no, that's my negative Palace fan. It will be, be interesting to see the effect it has. Because Sorry, what there's you... a po- positive Palace fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. No, it'll be interesting to see the effect it has because you hope it will be. Maybe it'll be an indicator of how seriously they're taking on the as manager because you hope yeah, it'll yeah. be the kick up the arse that those players do need they go right okay that's your attitude we'll prove that we are Premier League players yeah. and the fact is we know that some of our squad aren't Premier League players Yeah, we know that and that's another it goes right back to the argument we keep having about us not being a particularly professional club because we've kept yeah, we've, we've kept players on for way too long that aren't Premier League players 
that yeah. you don't want to see sitting on the bench, let alone on the, on the pitch. And that will change under Allardyce. It yeah. already has. Cause I, the first thing you said when the team sheet came out in on, on Saturday was the bench looks much stronger already. You've got Larry Remy on the bench. Yeah. You have to have a strong... Like we've said before, you have to have a strong matchday squad. Yeah. Not and you, we, can't level, af- we can't afford to have two players for every position. Of course you can't. But the, the, the vital positions, we have to yeah. have. Yeah. You have to have cover for the back four and a keeper you've got to have cover for each of those positions yeah. and we simply haven't Kelly was a cover for the whole back four yeah yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. and that shouldn't have been allowed to happen exactly. simple as that ok yeah. uh, predictions then for the two games Bolton Everton Kevin I think we're going to win both games 2-0 oh, I like that Ed I think 1-0 uh, for Everton 2-0 for Bolton 1-0 for Everton 2-0 for Bolton ok yeah. cool and uh, Rob 3-1 uh, to Palace Bolton and then 1-0 uh, to Palace Everton mm. okay. and I think 1-0 one, one Palace both games well okay. yeah. Yeah. Which mm. we'll take that positivity yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we ended the pod wow we're going to lose yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know he'll be, he'll be playing the piano for half an hour <laughs> 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 um, no it's good you know this is this could have been a very negative pod and I feel like we've ended on a positive yeah. note yeah. which you know we, we tried have, to do yeah. last time didn't we as well so, I'll look um, forward to all the questions next week saying yeah, yeah those predictions you, you make <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. is this the lowest <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff okay chaps thanks for thanks for uh, joining us and listeners thank you very much for listening we'll be with you again after the Everton game uh, so that's it goodbye goodbye bye My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Sports Social Podcast Network.